five toxins that you need to get out of your life right now. We're going to talk about different toxins that all of us have come across and the top five that you need to work on in order to improve your health here in the year of 2020. I am Frank, your host of Unconventional Wellness Radio, and I welcome you to episode three of our podcast. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, and stay tuned for those five toxins that we should get out of our lives right now. What's up, wellness warriors? You have found yourself on Unconventional Wellness Radio, and I am your host, Frank Ritz. I'm a physician assistant with 10 years of experience in both medicine as well as alternative therapies to help you get the holistic health care that you've always wanted. You know, over the past 10 years, I've had the opportunity to learn what I now deem as the five pillars of unconventional wellness, and they are nutrition, movement, getting better sleep, reducing your stress and anxiety, and being able to remove toxins from your living environment. And through these five pillars, I myself have been able to be a product of the product. And I want to share with you both my personal testimony and the research that is starting to come out regarding a lot of these things that we look at in preventative medicine. So hear from experts and all the individuals that I've had the pleasure of working with throughout the years in unconventional wellness. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, what's going on, Wellness Warriors? Happy Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Day as well. Uh, I hope that you are having a fantastic start to your day. Um, actually, we're about 12 o'clock now, so um, yeah, I'm going to date this. Uh, if, you're, if you're joining us on the podcast, hello and welcome to Unconventional Wellness Radio as well. I am Frank, your host, and I wanted to jump right in really quick and talk about five toxins that you need to get out of your life right now. We're going to talk about, and these are in no particular order, but let me tell you a little bit of a backstory as to how I uncapped a really silent killer, if you will, in my home and in my life in the terms of toxins. These toxins are so not conspicuous that you have no idea that they are actually doing some detriment to your health every single day. So if you're joining us on the live, by the way, hello, tell me where you're from, uh, you know, tell me what you're up to today, and, uh, and yeah, give us a like, give us a shout, and give us a share. If you're listening to us on the podcast, um, make sure that you leave us a rating and review because we always appreciate those to know that our content is exactly what you would like it to be. And if not, give us also suggestions. Uh, you can email me at frank at ritzessentials.com and give me, those, give me those things that you would like me to discuss. By the way, we hit 500 likes on the Facebook page, and we are doing a giveaway. I am going to hold myself accountable and post it on our Facebook page, uh, and we will set it up for Friday. Uh, in, or, in terms of what we need to do in order to get ourselves into the running for the giveaway, okay? I, I promise you, you're going to love it. Uh, the other thing is, is like we are ramping up a really great book sale that I'm going to let you know about at the end of this podcast as well. So anyway, without further ado, let's jump in and talk about toxins, okay? So first and foremost is going to be 
food, all right? Food is a toxin that you may have already thought about, uh, but the thing is is that there are so many different chemicals that are in our food these days that we don't even know what food really is. And I'm going to go ahead and be the first person to say it, is that as a farmer, uh, we strive for organic you know, quality, okay? But the problem is, is this. There's a lot of lobbying going on right now in which there are pesticides that are considered organic approved. There are chemicals that are being considered organic approved. When I, when I grow things or when we raise things on my farm, organic means poop. It means manure. It means natural soil that we put some amendments like some green material or some brown material. Maybe we'll be composting some old vegetables of ours and making our own compost. But these are the things that we put into our soil. We don't add anything else. And so organic can be something that you need to be very aware of in terms of its labeling. We want you to eat organic food. Don't get me wrong. Organic is still best, but just be a little bit more mindful of some of the things that you find in organic food. Now, that's me going off on a tangent, but what I want to talk about in terms of issues that we have with our food is all the preservatives, okay? Preservatives are these substances that food manufacturers can put into their food in order to improve the shelf stability, okay? Now, if you're eating lots of vegetables and you're eating lots of really good meats, excuse me, you should have virtually no preservatives on them, okay? Especially if they're good, high-quality, organic pieces of produce, these things are ugly and they don't have any of the preservatives on or in them that a lot of other prepared things do. So one of the most natural preservatives is salt. The thing is, though, is that we don't understand the amount of sodium that is truly in our pre-prepared foods. These are the things that cause people to have things like high blood pressure or having issues with cardiovascular uh, issues later on in life. So a couple of the things that we really want to pay attention to are the laundry list of things. Like if I pick up a package, right, and I look at the back of it, this just so happens to be a bag of pre-made Organic coconut chips, we're not going to tell you what the brand is. Sorry, I'm going to turn it really fast and cover it up so you can't see it. But we have, um, I'm going to make it like uber fast, that way you can't see it. But on the back of this, I look at the ingredients. This bag has literally one thing. Are you ready? Coconut. Organic coconut. Now, if I was to go get another bag of, say, these coconut chips, and I start seeing things that are preservatives, words that I can't uh, even describe, well, then we got ourselves a problem, okay? Um, so we want our food to be less than five ingredients, honestly, when we actually go and, pr- and we go and we purchase it. Look out, of course, for HFCS or high fructose corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup is like the superhero of toxic foods, okay? It is made extraordinarily simply out of corn, It takes all the super sweetener out of the corn, and it is like the ultra superhero of sugar, okay? If you think processed sugar is detrimental, high fructose corn syrup is being linked to various chronic conditions that are just absolutely destroying our economy, destroying our society, and destroying our people because it is found virtually in everything now, okay? So watch out for high fructose corn syrup. Get that out of your toxic life immediately, okay? Let's move on to number two. Number two are some of these toxic things that are found in our water. If you are using tap water, 
I want you to be extremely cautious. And this is the reason why. Water is known as the universal solvent, okay? What I didn't realize is that when I was drinking tap water, I didn't know this years ago, but I am actually drinking people's old medications that they flush down the toilet. I am drinking lots and lots of chloride, which is, uh, you know, a way of like, you know, water treatment facilities use this stuff to, to, to purify the water. But the problem is, is that we shouldn't be drinking chloride on the regular, okay? There's a lot of metals that, you know, older homes and stuff like that uh, with these different metal lead or excuse me, this metal line pipes and things like that, this is all leaching into your water. With it also being a solvent, depending upon where the water is getting sourced from, there's a lot of things that might be sitting in the earth and the soil that is being picked up by the water and being put into the water supply. That way when we go and we turn on the tap, we're drinking water that has all of these dissolved components in it, okay? And so what I offer to you is get your water tested. Most places will test your water if you contact, you know, your local municipal or your local municipality. They can actually give you water testing ability. Don't spend a lot of money on it or start simple. Get yourself a filter. I am not going to make any money with saying that you should go out and go get a Berkey filter, but that is the one that we use. We enjoy the um, the economy of of it in terms of its its protocol and how it cleanses the water. I mean, I, I feel at times I could literally take the water out of my creek, stick it inside of this filter and get pure water on the other side of it. Okay. So do your research, be prudent. We also have a water filter system in our home. Um, we are on a well because we're out in the country, uh, but we know that we are getting pure water. That is critical. It's 65%, up to 65% of our bodies are made of water. So you've got to make sure that you're getting pure water into your body. So that's number two toxin that we need to change immediately. So we talked about food, talk about water. We're going to move on to number three, which is talking about the household toxins that may be inside of our home, mainly of which number one is mold. That is the uninvited, that is the number one uninvited household guest ever, okay? And the thing is, is that this is a perfect timing for this because in our houses right now, we want to stay warm, okay? So we're doing all of these different things that we do to be able to block out, you know, little air that might be escaping from around the windows, putting towels or weather stripping or whatever around our doors. You know, we're purchasing space heaters, all this kind of stuff, right? The thing is, though, is that there are like just what is called volatile compounds, VOCs, okay? Volatile organic compounds being set out around our home and with it being buttoned up so tightly, they aren't able to escape, Okay, and these VOCs can be then brought into our system through just us breathing. They become dissolved into our bloodstream and put around our body. Here's the thing about VOCs. A lot of them that we recognize actually can disrupt hormones, okay? And that's a whole nother talk. But the long story short is that your body, your metabolism could eventually start working against you. And you could start having some chronic illnesses that could pop up because of chronic hyperactivity of your HPA access and especially the chronic hyperactivity of your uh, your hormones not operating the way they should because a lot of these things will block your hormones that are created from your body and your body just won't operate the way that it's supposed to. And that eventually, of course, can lead toward chronic illnesses, okay? So be very mindful of the air in which we breathe inside of our buttoned-up home. The other thing, like I said, was mold. Black mold runs rampant and cold, cool, dark 
places. That's a lot of our houses, okay? Um, I will tell you right now, we've got a really wonderfully, uh, uh, just unbelievably well-insulated home. But the problem is, is that I can look at my windows and I can see the condensation from our breath and from the other ways that it just gets out into the air. And the problem is, is that mold loves and adores that. So what we've got going on in every room of the home is we have some dehumidifiers happening to pull that extra moisture out of the air, drop us to a relative humidity of at least, I think it's like 40% or whatever in our home. And it, uh, it really, really helps keep all of these weird upper respiratory like symptoms that can happen because of black mold. Black mold can cause stuff like pneumonia. Um, it's making people sick. It can cause chronic illness. So we have got to dehumidify our home and get the VOCs out. If you can afford the opportunity to be able to open windows during the winter to help off gas some of this stuff in your house, please do it. Open doors, open windows if you can. If it's a nicer day outside and you can do it for just an hour, then go ahead and do it, okay? Um, and then come back and you can reheat your home and all that kind of stuff. But you got to let fresh air into your home, wipe out those VOCs that come from like stuff like this furniture behind me. I actually made that, but I let that thing sit outside for like a month before I brought it inside the house because it's got, as you can see, lacquer and uh, it's got some uh, uh, stain on it. You know, I try not to stain with too heavy a stain, but long story short is that like all of those aromas that you smell when you repaint or put something on your walls or anything like that, open up a box, it's going to let off these volatile organic compounds. And you got to get that stuff out of your home, okay? Uh, really good air filters are another really good thing, like what, like these HEPA filters or changing your filters on the regular at least once monthly. Really great way to keep your air clean, okay? Number four, let's move on to number four so we can keep this a little bit uh, less, you know, uh, uh, crazy, but these naturally occurring toxins, okay? Naturally occurring toxins, like out in the environment toxins, okay? We come across these things all the time. Um, I, I find it interesting that some of these toxins were like around when dinosaurs were decomposing. It's the craziest thing, right? But if you think about it, we're in a closed system. There's a little bit of transfer, if you will, between say us and the outer atmosphere, but we're talking about like mainly more so like just gases, okay? Like things that are in the earth stay in the earth, you know? Like this is something wild that I heard, a, was it a geologist or a, a paleontologist or maybe it was just a... I don't know, an archaeologist or something said that like our water today is dinosaur pee of yesterday. And I was like, I'll be darned. That's right. Like we're not creating new water, right? Like we're able to like have the, the world naturally should filter out the water in order for it to go up into the atmosphere, come back down as rain and then give us fresh water again. Right. But the thing is, is that it's leaving all that stuff inside of our earth and on side of our soil and stuff like that. And so explosions and, uh, you know, drilling for things and all that kind of stuff releases and allows this water to sort of seep through it. And it will actually cause the water to pick these things up and, uh, and we can come across them that way. There's a lot of plastics and, and things inside of our air that are kind of like occurring out there that we really need to watch out for. So, you know, it, it's important to, to get away from those environments as best as you can. Get yourself out into nature. Get some sun. All right. Sun is a wonderful detoxer. I mean, like, look what it does to, uh, it, it, boy, I was, when I was growing up in Florida, if I left something out there that had any type of like a, a coloration to it, I could leave it out for like a week and in the Florida sun, it would normally bleach that white. And so like getting out and getting the sun, getting your vitamin D, getting out in nature, 
breathing that wonderful oxygen that those trees and all those plants make can do a really great job because there's a lot of toxins out there in our natural occurring environment that we really have to watch out for, okay? And then last but not least is number five. So we've talked about, we talked about our food, we've talked about our water, We've talked about uninvited household guests, and we've talked about some inert, uh, naturally occurring toxins. The last thing I wanted to talk about was uh, electromagnetic frequency and stuff like that. Now, there are two sides to this, okay? And both of them bring up really good points. The science is saying that EMF doesn't cause cancer. Then there's other people that are like, EMF does cause cancer. So I'm not taking a stance on this. What I am saying is I want to talk about total radiation, Okay. And being the physician assistant that I am, I always made sure that I took in consideration when I saw my patients is I would ask them if I felt like it was necessary, if it was clinically necessary for me to do an x-ray or a CT scan or something like that, that I asked the patient, when was the last time you had these completed? Okay. A lot of people lose track of like, maybe when they go see one provider and then they go see another provider and they go see another provider. They don't remember how many x-rays they've had, right? Your dentist every year does x-rays. And so you just got to make sure that you keep mindful of the amount of radiating materials you are around over the course of at least a year. A CT scan is like getting uh, like hundreds of x-rays, okay? So if you get a CT scan, be very mindful of the necessity of another CT scan in a short proximity window of another one. I'm not saying don't, I'm not saying, you know, you have a, a, an ailment or an acute illness in which it requires a CT scan to skip your CT scan, but just be mindful of the amount of, of those types of procedures that have been done over the course of a year, because you really want to make sure that you are keeping in consideration all of the sources of radiation you know, not just necessarily x-rays and CT scans and such like that. Um, but you want to make sure that you keep all that consideration, okay? Um, you know, the things that we do is we just preventatively, we like to turn off our Wi-Fi at night. Um, there's no reason to have Wi-Fi. Um, everything that operates is hardwired, if you will. Um, you know, the thing about smart meters is, uh, you know, if you if you have to have a smart meter, there's ways to block it. You can do research on that. Um, you know, cell phone use. I, I try to use uh, speaker phone as much as possible. I try to keep my cell phone clean and all that good stuff. Who's that pretty lady on the cell phone, by the way? Yeah, she's a, she's she's the best. Um, but I try to do things like that to help sort of like just keep my body flowing. I do a lot of chelating agents, right? Like I do a lot of spirulina and chlorella. I like these because they do a great job of detoxifying your blood, okay? Irradiation is almost inevitable, right? Going out in the sun alone, you're irradiating your body. But the fact is, is that you want to make sure that you keep those radiative levels within reasonable limits over the course of the year, okay? So that's my five ways to get toxin out of your life. Guys, I just gave you like ridiculous value of years of my life uh, all in a short period of time, okay? So bear with me for just a couple more moments because I want to tell you about something really special that's going on. My wife, Jackie, that you may know as the Paleo Mama, I was looking up on our um, on our bookshelf because I should have grabbed the other book as well, but it's okay. Her first book... Well, actually, this book, her second book that she wrote, which is called The Home Apothecary, uh, Homecrafted Recipes, Herbs, and Essential Oils. She is making this available for free. All you have to do is pay shipping, okay? I will see if um, – um, I will put, matter of fact, in the comments on Facebook Live – uh, look over here on the side, guys. I will put the link to be able to do this. But she is giving away this book 
for free. All you got to do is pay shipping, okay? It is chock full of so many different do-it-yourself recipes. Um, let me just name a couple of the really awesome ones that we like. Uh, so he's got a bunch of medicinal tea blends in here, body butters and creams, sugar scrubs, magnesium cream, lip balms. What is the oil cleansing method and how can you use it? Uh, nasal cleaning. Uh, gosh, garlic ear oil, hot onion packs, herbs in the kitchen, uh, herbal cleaning recipes. So these are like a great way to like swap out those really nasty cleaners that we have in our home. Uh, she's got a natural glass cleaner in there, furniture polish, wool dryer balls, all of it, whatever. It is like, I think, gosh, 80 pages or something like that. It's 80 pages of like the stuff that she's developed over the last like seven, eight years. So this book will be offered for free. Uh, and there's a couple other goodies in there. You can add her first book, uh, Everyday Natural as a bundle. And then you can also add uh, a digital copy, a digital copy of this book as well, if you so wish. Okay. Um, so check it out. I will put the uh, on the podcast notes, go check out the show notes. I will put the link in there for you guys that are listening. And then I will also put, uh, I will also put it into, uh, the Facebook live so you can actually tell. Sorry, I am dinging because like I said, we just launched this today. So unfortunately we are getting, uh, dinging messages and whatever, whatever. But anyway, long story short is, uh, please go get a copy of this book. We would really appreciate it. And add the Everyday Natural if you want. Uh, it's limited time offer. So um, that's all I've got for today. Hopefully this podcast and Facebook Live brought you massive value. Uh, I want to uh, wish you guys the best of luck this whole week. Reach out to me. Let me know. Share this with somebody who you know could need it. And, uh, and yeah, hope you guys have a wonderful week. And we will definitely look forward to seeing you again on our podcast next week. Take care, everybody. This is Unconventional Wellness Radio. I'm Frank, and I will talk to you again very soon. Bye-bye now.